Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Now, earlier in the show, we heard from Kira O'Brien of the Irish Times about the rising cost facing some mobile phone customers. And that's just one of many price hikes that we faced in recent times. The cost of living is going up. The pressure on renters is increasing. And there's also a myriad of other issues that are leading to an increase in the number of people reaching out to organisations such as Dublin Simon Community for help and support. The charity has been doing incredible work in this space for some time. And earlier this week, they launched a new project called Unfair City to highlight the stories of those who interact with their service. Yeah, some people are decent, some people just look at me and walk on, walk past. I've seen people being kicked and pissed on. And I only woke up when they made a strength, and that was it. That's all I remember. Dying on the beach of Brave. I knew it was on dead time. Waking up when the ambulance was there. But the guardian angel, something came out of the sky. If you believe in guardian angels, you believe in the lights, what comes down? It's like, it's not your time. That's just a snippet of Unfair City, produced by BBDO for Dublin Simon Community. And we're going to hear more about that project, which uses AI in a really clever way in just a quick second, because I'm joined by Rob Boyle, who's the creative director and head of art at BBDO, as well as Catherine Kenny, who's the CEO of Dublin Simon Community. Um, You're both very welcome to the show. Catherine, can I start with you? Just introduce us to the work that you do. Certainly. Dublin Simon um, works to end the experience of homelessness for people. Um, we start with that by preventing homelessness. So we look to make sure that people don't enter homelessness in the first place. If people are experiencing homelessness, we look to respond as quickly as we can through our outreach team um, and provide a range of services such as supported temporary accommodation for people in an emergency accommodation situation. We also deliver treatment services, um, be it detox, step up, step down. Um, and then we also provide housing, um, which is part of the solution to homelessness. Um, and we have a range of ho- housing solutions, be it independent housing or long-term support accommodation for those who are unable to live independently and require additional support. And we also provide a range of support services for those who are living independently um, through support services, counselling services and aftercare services to make sure that they don't re-enter um, homelessness. Yeah, and that work is, it's incredible. And I know that it really is a lifeline for so many people. I mentioned at the top about the cost of living. Have you seen an increase in the number of people reaching out for information and support in recent times? Fortunately, we are. We are we're seeing um, increases in a wide range of areas, certainly in terms of the prevention team. They're seeing an increased number of people, as you say, looking for information, looking for advice. And we're providing that as much as we can and supporting people to avoid the experience of homelessness. We're also seeing increased numbers, as you'll have seen, in the rough sleeper count. Um, and we're seeing new um, categories or profiles of people entering homelessness, which is new to us. Um, but unfortunately, the demand for housing continues to increase um, with almost 9,000 people stuck in emergency accommodation. Um, it's of significant consideration for us at the moment and concern. How important is fundraising in terms of the organisation, but also, I suppose, highlighting how people can get involved and support the work that you do? Without fundraising, an organisation like Dublin Simon couldn't exist. 
um, and people becoming interested and aware of the situation and looking to support us and collaborate with us to delivering solutions um, is where we're most focused. And that's something that I'm sure is quite difficult because without wanting to be flippant about it, there are so many causes out there and there are so many people in need from a whole spectrum of issues. So what's your strategy and thinking in terms of getting people aware of the issue, but also making them feel empowered that they have a role to play and that there's something they can do regardless of how much money they have in their bank or their own situation? Um, I agree completely. Homelessness is a very complex situation and there's a lot of contributing factors to people experiencing homelessness. And then the people who are experiencing homelessness have a wide range of presenting needs. Um, In terms of sharing our message and kind of getting people interested, I think, unfortunately, as we're seeing, it can happen to anybody and it does happen to quite a lot of people um, without a functioning housing market. Um, and that's of critical importance to us. Um, and it, it's necessary for people to engage in the conversation and understand the conversation. And how we do that is through our own information and kind of delivering um, information and advocating on behalf of those experiencing homelessness. And we also make sure that we're elevating the voices of those who are in and experiencing homelessness into the conversation so that it's they're heard also, and the reality of it is, um, I think when we hear about 9,000 people um, being stuck in homelessness and emergency accommodation, it's almost unfathomable what that looks like. And I think it's when we can have those individual um, stories and people are humanised and it becomes not just a number and an abstract concept that people, to some extent, are willing to accept as a part of um the society, but it becomes people and the impact of people um, and on people and on themselves and their families and the wider community. So for us, it's about looking for the solutions to homelessness, but also bringing in the people who are being most impacted by homelessness into the conversation and working to end it. Yeah, and I want to bring Rob in now as well, because this is where you enter the equation, if I'm right, in terms of bringing those stories to life and finding a new way to tell them. So, Rob, can you just tell me a little bit about how you guys work and go about telling some of these stories? Yes, I suppose uh, BBO Dublin has a long-standing relationship with uh, Dublin Simon in generating stories, be it through uh, film and uh, we've used animation and illustration and, uh, you know, outdoor and uh, various different media before. Um, And I suppose the challenge is always to come up with a new way uh, of of telling the story of really getting across, uh, you know, these, you know, extremely sort of heart-wrenching lived stories that not only show the reality of what life on the streets is like, but also what it is that Simon uh, community and Dublin Simon are doing to alleviate that problem. Um, you know, ultimately, these people's stories are of, uh, you know, overcoming personal issues and it, and, it, and it's their, their redemption is on them. But ultimately, uh, Dublin Simon are there as the support that they need and the catalyst to getting back to uh, a lived and normal life. Uh, so, when we were playing around with um, AI just to kind of get to the the sort of the the, the media and the technology side of it, we were uh, using the various different AI platforms that were coming out last year. Uh, and, you know, there was conversation around how the technology 
you know, is it good for society? Is it bad for society? You know, could it be used to nefarious ends? Could it be, uh, you know, various different conversations happening about it? So we kind of wanted to frame that for ourselves. Uh, you know, if it's a technology that's going to be happening regardless of whether people jump on board or not, you know, there's an element of fighting the tide. How could how could we use it for good? Uh, and how could we use it in a way that would set an example for how the technology could be used uh, going forward in the future? So one of the uh, ideas that came to the fore from our team was that we could use the technology to uh, tell the story of somebody who, had, who has lived experience on the street uh, and how they managed to come through that and get over that with the help of Simon, uh, the Simon community. So, uh, but ultimately what we could do uh, would be to uh, do an interview with somebody uh, like one of the clients or advocates that uh, work on and, and volunteer on behalf of Dublin Simon community, people, somebody like Justin uh, Cannon, who has that experience uh, of living on the streets uh, and of overcoming. Yeah, the notion of using AI for a project like this is quite interesting because as we've spoken about here on Tech Talk before, you know, AI doesn't have empathy. It doesn't have the emotional intelligence or understanding. And yet this is a hugely emotive and very human topic. So how did you go about marrying AI with real life and such, I suppose, impactful stories? Yeah, um, I mean, on, on a few different levels. I mean, we ensured, uh, of course, that using AI, uh, we wanted to use it in a way that uh, we'd like to see it being used uh, going forward, um, that it's a, a tool to be collaborated with rather than, uh, you know, a replacement for a job or a function. And that's quite important uh, in the crafting of Justin's story because we had art directors and illustrators, a director and a composer, producers, editors, all pushing and pulling the technology to see how we could push the limits of its use in a way that hasn't been done previously. So, you know, it's not just about sort of using the technology and sort of setting it uh, to go on its own and, and kind of uh, create the, 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 the work for us. As you say, it takes uh, uh, that sort of level of experience and skill and craftspersonship uh, and emotional intelligence to really make the story uh, come together and so that that story is being read and comes alive on screen in as respectful uh, and as delicate uh, a way as possible because, you know, it's an extremely powerful story that uh, Justin tells of his life of, uh, of 14 years living on the streets of Ireland and the UK. And, you know, he, he tells us of his kind of redemptive arc where Dublin Simon were able to help him to, you know, get into accommodation and, and get his life back on track and even join the High Hopes Choir. And that story requires the delicate handling uh, of creatives, of artists to push and pull the technology, which is ultimately a tool. You know, it's not, this is narrow AI we're talking about. It's, it, it's designed to do one function and that's to generate imagery, but ultimately you need the artists and the craftspeople to uh, use the prompts and to, to know exactly how to tell this story in as emotional and as delicate a way as Justin's story deserves. Mm. And Catherine, I want to talk to you a little bit about how important it is that we hear the full picture because I'm sure, very sadly, that we've all seen photographs of people living on the street or we've walked by people living on the street and seen those in desperate need of help and support. But one thing that struck me about the video was that there's life after homelessness and there's a way out 
and there is that message of hope. Is it important from Dublin Simon's point of view to, to shine that beacon of hope and show that, you know, when you support organisations like this, it's not an endless problem and there is something that can be done? I think it's critically important to get that message out. And I think, as um, Rob said, Justin says, tells his story better than anybody else ever could. And he demonstrates what can happen. I think homelessness as a concept is a very difficult thing to get your head around. And I think it impacts on many people in very many ways. I think we need to be tackling um, the housing crisis and any social issues that are contributing to homelessness. Um, But I think homelessness does end for individuals on a day-to-day basis. And people are moving out, even at at the moment, some people are moving out of homelessness. And whilst the number of people entering homelessness and experiencing homelessness has increased, it's still ending for some people. And I think it's very important that we don't lose sight of that focus and that determination that can end for individuals and that we can work on it and work collaboratively to ending it ultimately um, in society. Or if the people do end up in um, situations where they don't have um, stable accommodation, that it's only for a very short period of time and it doesn't become the traumatic experience that it can do currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think being able to send the message, show that it can change, it does change, um, people are not without hope, um, and that what we're trying to deliver is action and deliver the message that says, Action can make a change, um, be it the person experiencing homelessness as Justin took control of his life and he led his success through it, through the experience with our support. Um, we can do that as a community and as a wider grouping to end homelessness. Yeah, you can watch it now on unfaircity.ie or go to dubsimon.ie. Uh, I want to ask you briefly about how important online donations are and other new ways of donating in, in terms of the accessibility and the opportunities for individuals to donate. Has that been transformational for your organisation? It has been critical. I think we have to keep up with the times. I think um, how we're engaging with each other is changing and it's up to Dublin Sound to keep in line with those changes and look for innovative ways to engage people in the conversation and engage people in the solution of homelessness. Online is a new community. It definitely gives us opportunity to engage more people in the conversation, which I think is of critical importance. And we're hoping to keep people who've been with us all along in the conversation through these new methods of communication. Yeah, the work that you do is incredibly important. As I said, you can watch Justin's story on unfaircity.ie or you can head directly to dubsimon.ie and donate whatever you can. Catherine and Robert, thank you so much for joining us here on Newstalk. Thank you very much, Jess. Thank you. And that's it from me this week. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back in full on the Newstalk app powered by GoLoud. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's Newstalk Breakfast. But in the meantime, have a great weekend.